This is the IndyCar Radio Weekend Rewind with Nick Yeoman. Welcome into the season finale of the IndyCar Radio Weekend Rewind podcast on the Advanced Auto Parts IndyCar Radio Network. I'm Nick Yeoman. Thanks for joining us today as we will put a bow on the 2017 Verizon IndyCar season with a look back at the GoPro Grand Prix of Sonoma as Northern California once again hosted the season finale. Seven different drivers into the race weekend with a mathematical chance at the title with four of them realistically thinking they could end the day hoisting the Astor Cup. In the end, it was Simon Pagano who scored the race win, but American Joseph Newgarden, whose second-place finish was good enough to secure the title. It was an unbelievable 2017 season, and thanks to IndyCar Radio producer Chris Pollock, we start the final show of the year with a season recap of the Verizon IndyCar Series Championship in 2017. Getting ready to go to victory lane for the 36th time in a historic career. Dives to the inside, saluting his crew. Twin checkers out. Sebastian Bourdais kicks off the season with a win at the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. Once you're in the lead here, it's it's awful difficult to lose it unless you throw it away. So I sure uh, tried not to do that again. Twin checkers out the 43rd Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Goes to the mayor of Hitchtown as James Hinchcliffe will go to victory lane on a sun splash day here in Southern California. This one, I think, after Indy, and you know, personally for me, Toronto, this is the biggest one to win. What and a sweet one it will be for everyone involved. Joseph Newgarden goes to victory lane at Barber Motorsports Park for Team Petsky. This is what we work for in this entire group. You know, we want to get one of these cars at victory lane. Off of turn number four for the final time. Twin checkers out and. For the tenth time in his career, Simon Pagino goes to Victory Lane here at Phoenix International Raceway. Man, it's it's incredible. What a what a what a win. The car was phenomenal. Win checkers out. Your winner, the 2017 Grand Prix of Indy, Will Power. Oh, it just feels great to finally have a have a good day, and um, you know, it's great to get a win again. And I think that's number 30, so that's that's a good number. I want to make that 31 by the end of this month. Win checkers out. History will be made as the Kubasano goes to Victory Lane. He wins the one. Thank you. It's 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 just a great victory workout. So I'm so proud of the whole team. Twin checkers out. Graham Rahal goes to victory lane in race number one here off Belle Isle in Detroit. You know it means a lot to my entire family, to my dad. You know who's here. He's won here before. So special to uh, to get my name added to that list. Red, white, and blue machine of Graham Rahal is headed toward victory lane. He's going to get out the broom and sweep the doubleheader weekend here in Detroit. Hey, us Buckeyes like to win up in this state. You know so. Uh, it was uh, it was just a good weekend, man. Uh, thanks to the crowd. Thanks to Roger Penske, Bud Danker, everybody for putting this on. Just a tremendous advantage. This bump in the air from Will Power, and he will go to victory lane at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, very intense, very intense. Just stoked to win here. Uh, this would be win number 41 in a spectacular career for Scott Dixon. He's going to come in the points leader, and he's going to hold on to that points lead. He'll crest the hill when he does. He'll see the twin checkers out. Joseph Newgarden makes a run, but he'll not catch it. Scott Dixon goes to victory lane at Road America. I just want to say a huge thank you to all the fans out here driving around on that last lap and seeing everybody. Uh, it's so cool to come back to a place uh, with such a uh, you know, fan-friendly uh, uh, environment and so many of them, and it was fantastic. Really cool to drive around. So thank you to them. 
Been a long time between fence climbs for the for Spider-Man and the Castro Davis, Michael Young. Yes, indeed, and this team, they've been here before, Mark James, but they are ecstatic. They were so stoic these last 30 laps. They did not make a move. What a fantastic job, not only by this crew, but their driver today, Elio Castroneves, goes back to victory lane. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's just like the first one, you know. It's unbelievable. What a great feeling. What a great car. Joseph Newgarden will go to the go to victory lane for the fifth time in his career. Joseph Newgarden will win the Honda Indy Toronto. You know, in front of this awesome Toronto crowd, it didn't rain, which was, uh, you know, it's nice. I like riding, driving in the rain, but... It's good for the fans. They didn't get rained on today, and we got this DeVilva's car up at Victory Lane. I'm so happy for the whole two crew. Man, he's got the team to do it, and here he comes, Mark. Across the start-finish line right now, close checker. Win checkers out, and Joseph Newgarden goes to Victory Lane at Mid-Ohio. Oh, it just it makes me emotional thinking about it, you know. This is awesome getting to drive for this team and, and drive Indy cars, man. I love it. So, three victories, that's pretty good. Will Power looks strong up of turn number three, and he's going to pull away down the stretch. Quinn checkers out. Will Power will go to Victory Lane in Pocono. He wins the ABC Supply 500. The car had a lot of speed in that stint where we we uh, stayed out for a long time. I mean, we got we were doing 217s and just pump, just closing that gap, and that gave us a big lead. Um, guys in the pits were awesome, changing rear wings, front wings, tires, um, yeah, it's ecstatic. Closing in on 100 career starts, this is win number seven. Quinn checkers out, and Joseph Newgarden will win the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 here at Gateway. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't an easy race. We, we knew the race, the, the car was not perfect, and... Uh, and the guys did a really good job in the pits and uh, got us back uh, in contention there at the end. And uh, I finally had a good restart and a couple of wobbles in front of me and I benefit from it. And, uh, you know, just really happy with that top 10. It's uh, a good way to uh, salvage something on this weekend. Last time he went to Victory Lane, the biggest race in the world, the Indianapolis 500. A little luck involved with the fuel strategy. This time the dominant car went checkers out and Alexander Rossi will go to Victory Lane here at historic Watkins Glen. The Nap Auto Parts and Jetty Honda was, was so fast from the off Friday morning. We were never out of the top five in practice, so when we got into the race, we knew how to car to and we had a setback with the fuel hose and knocking everything in, but I guess that's me and Reese, races with Reese and fuel hose issues. I mean, it doesn't matter. The car was amazing. We were able to pull it off. This will be career start number 100 for Joseph Newgarden, and oh, how sweet he is. Quinn checkers out. Simon Pagino goes to victory lane. Joseph Newgarden wins the first championship of his career here at the GoPro Grand Prix of Sonoma. Happy we got to win today because, um, you know, when when it comes down to it and you you bring your A game like this, it's very satisfying. Yeah, this stuff doesn't happen, man. You know, just takes a lot of work from a lot of people, so I'm, I'm really thankful to everyone. Yeah, everyone that helped me get here and, and Team Penske for, for helping me finish it off, so uh, it's, it's a dream position, man. Too cool. Joseph Newgarden is your 2017 Verizon IndyCar Series champion as his second place finish at Sonoma was good enough to score him his first career title in his maiden voyage with Team Penske. I'm not sure anyone could have expected the wins and championships uh, we're going to come to this 26-year-old this quickly after joining the best team in the paddock. Uh, the title comes in New Garden's 100th career IndyCar start. Uh, a few more numbers for you. Joseph becomes the first American champion since Ryan hunter Ray in 2012. He's the youngest champion since Scott Dixon in 2003. And this is the 15th championship 
for the captain, Roger Penske. I, I said it earlier this year when New Garden had scored a few wins and put himself in contention for the title, but I think we really have entered the Joseph New Garden era of IndyCar racing, and I truly believe he's going to be the perfect champion that this sport needs. He is unbelievably talented on the racetrack. You don't hold off the likes of Dixon, Pagano, Castroneves, and Will Power if you aren't unbelievable on the racetrack, but it's all the ancillary factors that make New Garden the perfect champion. He's an American who you can market all across the country. He has a fantastic, lighthearted, humble, but very funny personality. He's a good-looking kid and a great role model. He's just the type you'd have no problem with your daughter dating or your son hanging out with. He's just a squeaky clean, likable guy. And in the eight years that I've covered IndyCar for the Advanced Auto Parts IndyCar Radio Network, he's really the first total package that I've seen that has gone from promising future star to series champ. And I hope that great marketing and promotional team uh, behind the scenes with this IndyCar series plan on making him the face of the sport because uh, whether you root for him and Team Penske or not, there is no denying that Joseph Newgarden has arrived. And at 26 years old, there's a good chance that he is going to be winning races and titles for the foreseeable future. So uh, congratulations to Team Penske and Joseph Newgarden on his first IndyCar championship. And not to be overshadowed, but a big tip of the cap to Simon Pagano, his race strategist Kyle Moyer, and engineer Ben Bretzman, who absolutely nailed the perfect four-stop strategy in Sonoma to score the race win. That's a risky call uh, to go for four stops. You have to hope and pray that you don't get any cautions we didn't have any at Sonoma, and Pagano picks up the victory. He does come just 13 points short of winning back-to-back titles, but it was still a great year for the 2016 champ, and he is going to be a threat again next year. Speaking of next year, the driver lineup for 2018 continues to take shape. Earlier this week, Takuma Sato and Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing announced that the Japanese winner of the 101st Indianapolis 500 will be returning to that team as a teammate to Graham Ray Hall. That also meant that the 26 car for Andretti Autosport needed to be filled. And in Sonoma, good friend of the Advanced Auto Parts IndyCar Radio Network, Zach Veach, was on hand to announce that he'd be the driver that would get that ride. And he joined Mark Jaynes and I from Pit Lane during practice to talk about the exciting announcement. Uh, throughout the course of this weekend, we've had an eye on 2018 while trying to decide this 2017 championship. And uh, uh, one of the announcements earlier this week that uh, we were particularly happy to get uh, was the news that uh, Zach Veach has uh, signed a three-year deal with Andretti Autosport to be full-time in the Verizon IndyCar Series. Of course, Zach with a couple of Verizon IndyCar Series starts this year, his first Indianapolis 500. A veteran of Indy Lights and the Mazda Road to Indy, also a member of this radio network. He's been a pit reporter, a driver analyst for Indy Lights and the IndyCar Series. First of all, uh, my friend, uh, uh, hearty congratulations. We're absolutely uh, happy for you. Have your feet touched the ground for a while now? (laughs) Thank you guys so much. I mean... Honestly, I'm I'm waiting to wake up in my bed in Indianapolis and and realizing this was all a dream. It just doesn't feel quite real yet, but uh, 2018 can't get here quick enough. Well, I, let's talk about the process itself. Uh, you know, you don't have to go into specific details. We understand business is business. We want to try to keep that separate. But 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 Zach, when did this start to kind of become a possibility and then turn into a reality for you? How long have you been working on? on this particular deal well you know basically 18 years if you think long term sure you know luckily we were able to meet this group and they're what made my indianapolis 500 dreams become reality and 
we started right after the 500. The Wednesday after the Indy 500, we all sat down and and we started talking about the possibility of something in 2018. And and honestly, we've been we've been after this since June, and we've kind of had an idea for the past month that it was going to turn out this way. And the hardest thing was trying to keep quiet because. You get that news, you just want to tell the world because you've been waiting on it for so long. Now let's talk specifically about that sponsor and introduce folks to them for those that may not be aware of who they are and what they do. Yeah, I'm extremely excited to bring on Group 1001. They're an Indiana-based insurance company, uh, basically rebranding of Guggenheim Partners, which was my my po- my sponsor for uh, the Indianapolis 500 in contention with the Indy Windeman and Tech Championship. So these, these guys are been great with me to able to start a relationship with them that's led through the Indy 500 and now full-time in IndyCar and I'm just excited to get to work for them because they have the same values as I do and community outreach is such an important thing to them that it really just lined up perfectly for us and and made sense to go racing together. Zach, how big of an advantage the fact that that this is a multi-year deal? I mean, is it, uh, you know, give you some confidence that, hey, you're not going to be rushing to find those results as soon as we roll in St. Pete in 2018? I think that's key. Uh, for me, uh, Connor Daly tweeted earlier in the week that the, the last rookie to have a three-year deal out of the box was Joseph Newgard, and, and I think we've kind of seen what time's been able to do for him. So that's the thing I'm most excited for is just having an environment around me where I can learn with Ryan Hunter-Ray, Rossi, and of course Marco. And this is a team that feels like home for me, you know, having spent four years with them throughout the ladder. We, we even got to make a little bit of cool history in the, the eyes of the Maserati Indy folks as being the, the first driver to do US 50,000 Pro Mazda Indy Lights and now full-time to IndyCar with the same team. So it's a very special thing to take away for all of us here at Andretti and, and in my group as well. From a confidence standpoint, having a couple of starts under your belt, I know there's a new, uh, you know, the chassis coming on board for next year, but let's just talk about what that does to your mindset, your confidence level, knowing that you've already made a couple of starts at a place like Barber and at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. For me, it just gives me a lot to think about this winter. You know, now having gone through it a couple times, it gives me a lot to reflect on and, and think of all the things that we're going to be working to improve on. And you hit the nail on the head with pit stops and just getting familiar with the process of driving an Indy car because it's quite different from anything we have in Indy Lights. You know, you're getting started by your crew. You have twice as many engineers. You you have an entire group around you just following the car, whereas in Indy Lights, it's only two or three guys. So it's been a, a lot to get used to and adjusted to, but that little taste that we had at Barber and, of course, the Indianapolis 500 makes me excited to go into my rookie year as a little less of a rookie in a way uh, in terms of the crew has uh, that all been set yet in terms of who'll be your crew chief your engineer we haven't decided on that yet uh, you know there has been some discussions uh, but the one thing for me that i'm most excited about is we will be piloting the number 26 and for those of you that were around in my 2014 year with andretti when we got our first wins in indy lights we were piloting that number 26 Indy Lights car, so to be able to carry that number up and be running an Indy car with that same uh, that same number with the same team, 
Uh, man, it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Well, let's talk one more time for the people that don't know. Another guy that's probably over the moon excited, I would imagine, at this announcement. Tell the story about somebody who put their career on hold and essentially ended it so you could make this dream come true. Of course. My, my father, I have to you know, give credit to making all this possible. With him being national champion with truck and tractor pulling, he, he knew this was what I wanted to do with my career. And he decided that he was going to quit and sell his dream so he'd have an opportunity to buy a go-kart. And he's just been relentlessly behind me every step of the way. And, you know, to see him tear up and kind of cry in the press conference where I'm sitting up there with Michael and, of course, Dan Towers from Group 1001, you know, nothing's hit me in the heart harder than that. So I'm extremely lucky to have him along with this journey for with us. And, I'm excited to see what we can all accomplish together in the next three years. Well, can we at all work out a deal for you to serve as driver analyst when Davey's not here and you're driving next year? Do you think that's possible, or are you going to be too busy? I, I'm sure on? we can look into it. Uh, I definitely want to be in uh, working with you guys in some capacity next year, so uh, we're going to have to figure that one out. Not only do we understand your sudden lack of availability, but we certainly approve, and we're all thrilled to death for you. You know that. Well, thank you guys so much. I want to appreciate you, you know, giving me the opportunity to work with you guys. You know, let me see this sport from a different perspective. It's been incredible. So, Wally, Jake, Nick, Mark, of course, everyone else that have been a part of this, thank you guys. And I'm going to be missing you, but I hope to give you some exciting races to call for. So, a big congratulations to Zach Beach on landing that ride with Andretti Autosport. Uh, it's it's hard not to take pride when one of your own makes that jump and realizes a dream. But Zach's a great guy, if you haven't had a chance to meet him yet. Uh, and he did a really fantastic job the last couple years working with us on quite a few race broadcast weekends. So uh, certainly we wish him all the best next year with Andretti Autosport. Well, from one Indy Lights graduate to another, Ed Carpenter Racing made an announcement recently that Spencer Piggott would be replacing J.R. Hildebrand in the 21 car for ECR in 2018. In Sonoma, I caught up with Ed Carpenter and asked him about what had to be a difficult decision as that team tries to move on from a disappointing 2017 season. How tough of a decision is that? Because I know that you and J.R. Hildebrand have become good friends, have been teammates for many years uh, racing Indy only, and then you gave him the opportunity to jump full-time. He referenced in a blog that he posts about all the the new things that you guys have been trying. How tough of a decision is that ultimately for you as a car owner? It's it's tough. It's bittersweet, you know what I mean? But it's... It's part of the business, and especially me being a little more awkward probably than other owners just because I have a couple types of relationships with all these guys. But, you know, it's also part of my job to make sure we're making the right decisions, not only for now but for for down the road. And, you know, that's ultimately what led us to to make this decision. But it definitely wasn't easy. Um, You know, I have a lot of respect for JR, and I'm really thankful for for everything that he's done for our team and how loyal he's been, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we're able to give him the chance, um, you know, and I wish things maybe could have worked out different or we could have found a way to run both of them, um, you know, but that's not the reality that we're in and we had to make a decision. Final thing I want to ask you, let's talk a little bit about the process and the steps that go in towards uh, that second car. All assumptions are you're going to run the ovals next year. How do you go about finding that second driver, and, and how far along do you feel like you guys are right now? Uh, I mean, there, there's obviously a lot going on, a lot of conversations, especially as more more things really fully develop. So, um, you know, it's hard to put a timeline on it. I'd like to get something done sooner than later just to get to, get to work and start, start building that cohesion. But, 
we'll just have to see how it unfolds. That's driver owner Ed Carpenter on the announcement that Spencer Piggott will get his first shot at completing the full IndyCar schedule in 2018 as he replaces Ed's good friend, J.R. Hildebrand. Uh, it still figures to be a very interesting offseason of the Verizon IndyCar series. Certainly want to watch Twitter over the coming weeks and months to see how this all shakes out. Chip Ganassi Racing announced that they're scaling back to just two cars, but with the perspective of new teams in Harding, Hooncoast, and Carlin Racing, there should be plenty of more announcements coming down the pike. Uh, we still need to find out where James Hinchcliffe will be racing in 2018, if it's indeed a return to Schmidt-Peterson Motorsport. Who might his teammate be in that second car for that organization? What's the future for A.J. Foyt's team in 2018 as they really struggled in the first half of the season and then caught fire and put together some solid results with Connor Daly and Carlos Munoz? Uh, Tony Cannon's name has been linked to possibly one of those rides. Where could Max Chilton and Charlie Kimball be headed next season? Where is Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser going to be racing uh, with the scholarship for Mazda? Again, it should be an interesting offseason of driver movement that really has started over the past month of the season. Well, from looking ahead to looking at the past, here's Donald Davidson with one final moment in motorsports history for the 2017 season. When Takuma Sato won the 2017 Indianapolis 500, he joined Mario Andretti, Bobby Unser, Buddy Lazier, and Sam Hanks as those who've won the 500 after having recorded at least one previous finish of dead last. And that swelled the list of drivers who finished both first and last in a 500 to 13. Those finishing last after having won, including Howdy Wilcox, Louis Schneider, Bill Cummings, Jimmy Bryan, Johnny Rutherford, Tom Sneva, Danny Sullivan, and just a year ago, Juan Pablo Montoya. And since Montoya had won in 2015, his second trip to the Victory Circle, he became the third driver to go from first to last in consecutive years, the others being Jimmy Bryan, 1958 to 59, and Johnny Rutherford, 1976 to 77. The only person who did it the other way, finishing last one year and winning the next, was Mario Andretti, who went from 33rd in 1968 to victory in 69. Oh, and Sato's 33rd place finish? That was back in 2011. This has been Donald Davidson with another moment in motorsports history. Get your tickets for the 102nd running of the Indianapolis 500. Go to IMS.com or call 1-800-822-4639. Well, I certainly want to thank the historian of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Donald Davidson, for writing and voicing uh, those moments in motorsports history all season long. I know a lot of you really just get a kick out of simply hearing Donald's voice on all of our broadcasts, let alone some of the fantastic stories that he told this season. Uh, Donald is an absolute treasure to those of us that love IMS and IndyCar racing. So I certainly want to thank him and Chris Pollock, our producer, for putting those together all season long and, of course, allowing us to use those during the podcast. Well, here we are. We have come to the end of another season, and I think... 
looking back, 2017 is going to be one that we all remember pretty fondly. Of course, it all started with an unbelievable upset win from Sebastian Bourdais and Dale Coyne Racing in St. Petersburg, Florida. That was just the first of seven different winners in the first seven races in 2017. What an ultra-competitive year. Uh, we saw a pair of 40-somethings put on an incredible duel in the Indianapolis 500 in the closing laps as Takuma Sato beat Elio Castroneves to score his first Indy win. And along the way, I think we all caught a little Fernando mania, right, by the impressive showing of Fernando Alonso. What a cool story that was. We saw one young American superstar claim his first championship in Joseph Newgarden, while another may be on the way to challenge him in the coming years as Andretti Autosport has found a gem in the 100th Indy 500 winner Alexander Rossi, who emerged as a race favorite every weekend uh, towards the second half of the season. And all of those drivers, all of the, us involved with the IndyCar series, and all of you race fans have real big reasons to be excited for 2018 as a brand new universal spec IndyCar car is on the way it is a sharp looking race car so all in all i say it's been a pretty awesome year i certainly want to thank all of our talented broadcasters producers engineers and staff at the advanced auto parts indycar radio network we're a small group but we absolutely love what we do and we really appreciate all of you tuning in every race weekend on the radio via the internet or through the great live streaming that the folks at indycar uh, allow us to partner with it's been a lot of fun doing this podcast every week i hope you really enjoyed it and i hope you're looking forward to 2018 as much as i am enjoy the off season everyone we'll talk to you again soon in st pete i'm nick yeoman and this has been the indycar radio weekend rewind podcast on the advanced auto parts indycar radio network <laughs>